Welcome into the I-80 Club Wednesday night in the club. In the club. Josh Jack with you. If you're live, you're a patron. If you're within the next couple days, you're a patron. If you are listening on Saturday, well, then this is actually the only content of the I-80 Club on Saturday. A reminder, a little house cleaning before we get going. We are taking this week off. I'll be on my way to Des Moines, Iowa. Jack, I went back and looked. I do not think that we have taken a Saturday off since June, and I think that that Saturday was like the first Saturday off since like the end of last year sometime. So we have we have basically just been powering through for well, a year straight. I was, so, in, let's see, I was in Italy. I was in Italy for... Yes, probably. and I had called World Series. That's what it was. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what it was. Yeah, so we're taking this week off. Um, if you are listening, though, and you're not a patron, and you're like, wow, this is some great content. Yeah, it is. Join us, patreon.com slash idclub, for as low as $3 a month uh, or $5, and you can get all the bells and whistles of being able to join us for live stuff. Uh, $8 gets you access to uh, other stuff, including the Inside Info channel, which uh, right now, this week, it's been quiet, but we have had inside intel on the starting quarterback Every week, going back to the injury, we have we have known who it was. So uh, that and more, uh, patreon.com slash ID Club. Come and join us uh, there, and then we'll be back again next week on Wednesday. Jack, how are you? Um, I'm fine. I'm kind of sad about a bye week a little. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, me too, I don't man. know. It's, you know, we... I, I still have... I'm st- I was just sending out my email to Schaefer and Kevin Suits and Caleb for... Our Friday Husker tailgate and the bye week show is such a we they sell them so we still have to do them but they're such a oh downer. you do yeah we still have to do wow. them because they they sell them so do grades yeah. you can do grades you know grade the season grade the midway yeah, point well, we're at the halfway I'm, I'm sure point we'll find everybody something. yeah we'll find I mean I'm sure we'll find stuff to talk about it's just I, I just like those Saturdays a lot when there's actual games on and for once I'm excited for another one uh, which I've not been in mid October. For a lot of uh, for a long time, it feels like. Although, yeah. although, what was the uh, were you were, were were we talking about this here or on your show? Here I am. The, the eternal thing about this podcast is trying to remember which forum when we, we talked about which, which forum we talked about something that um, that the record that they were at was actually the same record that they had had the last two years or something like that. You remember that, that? was on the show on Monday. Yes, they've been three and three. Stumanji credits Stumanji, who looks like he's not in here uh, tonight, but he had the stat. Nebraska's been three and three now for three straight seasons, going into uh, their seventh game of the year. Two years ago, it was after the Northwestern victory. Uh, last year, it was following the Rutgers victory, and after that, they went a combined one and eleven. Uh, in their final Jeez. 12 games, they went 0 and 6 in 2021, and then they went 1 and 5 last year. So, I am, but gonna, as Josh quick. says, they didn't have three winnable games in those winnable years, though. Games. This schedule is certainly setting up. So, what about game? This is setting up way better than either of those, especially two years ago. Two years ago is it was an admittedly brutal schedule. They opened the, that stretch up with Michigan. They had Ohio State still to come, uh, among others, Wisconsin, Iowa, good Very teams. Different. Very uh, different. Yeah, last year, not so much, but the team was just in shambles. And at one point in time, Chubba Purdy was the starter. And That's right. uh, that wasn't a whole lot of fun for anybody. I am, I'm, I'm, can I say this? I'm excited about the next three games. I am too. Like, just for the fact that, just for the fact that you are going in and winning is possible. Winning is probable in some cases. And it's the opportunity just to even feel for the first time what it is like 
to potentially put together a little mini streak of wins. It's it's just that that prospect does excite me, despite who the opponents are in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. I think even to get more down into it, Josh, I'm looking forward to seeing how much the we've said this a million times, right? Winning changes things, right? It's a, Some of the mental things will be changed when they actually win, when they get through it, right? All of these mm-hmm. things. I want to see if that's actually true. I really want to see if that's actually true. I want to see them win the next two games, the next three games, and then see if we feel like, okay, that actually made a difference in, 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 in kind of their mental state, in their attitude, in the feeling around the program, all of those things. I'm really curious if that's actually going to be true. Um, if they would go out and especially win the next three, if they would do that and then have Maryland, right? Maryland's the next game coming into Lincoln and just how much of a different world or not, it feels like we're living in, in that scenario. Yeah. Like, here's an interesting question from Dave. He says, which would be a bigger sign of progress? A, a three game winning streak with a five and seven record or B, a six and six record. I would say that the answer for me is kind of easy, Jack, and it's B because if they're able to find a way to get to six wins and they're not going to win their next two and thus they will not get to a three-game win streak, that means that they are overcoming something and they're also going to have to find a victory in that stretch of games versus some really good teams. Like, they would have to beat one of Maryland, Iowa, or Wisconsin. Like, I think that you, you I mean, three three straight wins would be nice. But if they go six and six, that means that they are going two and one in this next three game chunk. And then they're going to find one more game after that. Ben says really good. Fair. Look, teams that are above Nebraska, they have punched (laughs) above Nebraska's weight class for years. And I I don't want to get into another debate on how good or bad Wisconsin or Iowa is. But it is inarguable that those programs have been in a much better spot than Nebraska has. And I would say Maryland is, too, um, at this moment in time. So. One of those is a road game. Two of those are at, at home. Jack, along those lines, and I don't mean to, to step on it, whatever you were going to say next. No. Do you realize Nebraska in their final six games is at home four times? They have four home games left. 66% of their, of their schedule is at home. I haven't talked about this on my show yet, but the next two games are at home. Then they're on the road. Then they're home, road, home. Like they, they have a real big opportunity here to play in front of the home crowd and, and pick up some wins. They're not going to travel as much in the, the back half. They've gotten so many road games already out of the system. And I know it sucked. They started owing two and they had two road games, but the benefit of that was always, then you have seven home games in the final 10 games. Right. So uh, this is a real, it's a real big opportunity. So yeah, to answer yeah. Dave's question, give me B man every day of the week. Yeah. I, 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 I am so curious to see if they do it, and, and I'm not taking anything for for granted, but if they do it, does it have the kind of impact that we hope it's going to have? Is there going to be an intrinsic value simply in winning? In where do you think, of, like, what are you hoping, like, that that could, where could that show itself? Are I you talking about show, the players or the fans or both? I think it would show itself in the last three games mm-hmm. um, in how they look. And... You know, if 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 it looks like a team that's no longer mentally fragile in the way that they used to be, obviously, if you pull off a game uh, or two out of that group, that sort of thing. Um, and and yeah, I and then more to the fans and more to the other things that we've talked about, like, will it be enough to sort of sort of get rid of the sort of undertone about the style of, hey, they're winning but they're not winning in the way that I want them to, or they're winning against bad teams. 
like I, I'm super curious, and I don't know the answer to this. If they did go four and zero, would that would that sentiment still be out there? Sort of the sort of the negative sentiment that was still coming after the Illinois game. If if they you know no matter how they win all four of them, I don't know the answer to that either because I'm not really in that camp. But I wonder about that too. I'm I'm like super curious, Josh. What the world, what all worlds look like if they would go on a three game winning streak here for the next three games? Yeah, well, all I mean, of it. It's, it's just crazy to think because if they do that, that means that they're they have locked up a bull bid by the first weekend of November. So it, it like all of the pressure would be off of the last three games, and I guess Jack to kind of talk about what you're saying there there could be a looseness yeah to the proceedings right where like right. yeah hey there's pressure to win games. Um, but the, the, the pressure is, it's like in a different capacity. It's like, Hey, see how far you can take this thing, right? you know, see how far you can go at this moment. I mean, a six and three Nebraska football team, we haven't discussed a team with a record that good or, or in that neighborhood. And then Josh says that they'd be in contention to win the West. They would, they can you control know, by their the, own destiny at that point. Yeah. They'd have, so they have two losses. They would need a little help from Wisconsin and or like Wisconsin right now is undefeated in league play. So they would need a little bit of help, but they because play they would Ohio need to, state still, they play do Ohio they? state. They have Ohio state still. Yeah. They've got one of the big, they, or, or maybe it's Penn state. Can you imagine having that conversation you would, where like, it's about give to them, be Maryland. You would give them their second loss. If you control your own destiny then. Right. I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would be, th- you would need to go three and oh, but, or get help, but yeah, that would be in the conversation. Um, there would be a certainly t- ru- a potentially ruining Iowa season on Black Friday would be in the conversation because if Iowa wins oh, yeah. on Saturday against Wisconsin, Dude. they're going to be in the driver's seat to win the West because their schedule is pretty is pretty nice for them. Uh, I will at the end of I the mean, season. I don't care what happens from now on. I will be really disappointed if Nebraska doesn't beat Iowa in Lincoln on Black Friday. Um, yeah, given the trajectory of their program right now, despite they've got one of the best defenses in the nation, even, even Jack, not to like make everyone sad, but even with all the injuries that Nebraska has on offense, you're still viewing it that way. I mean, they're they have got a slightly better defense and a slightly worse offense than Nebraska. I would say slightly better offense. Iowa, they have more points than Nebraska this season. Uh, uh-uh. they have more points. Mm. Jack, they have more points than Nebraska. Okay. Well, first of all. Most of that was happening when they had their transfer quarterback from Michigan who was playing. No, never played. Very fair argument. No, no. I mean, any, any of the, we I think up, both offenses we did are all garbage. the yards per play stuff we've done. I mean, their offense is, I think worse than it was last year at this point. They're so it's, it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Um, yeah. Okay. I was running back better than anyone in Nebraska offense. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I mean, they haven't yet. He definitely hasn't. He definitely hasn't shown that it's helped the team all that much on their offense. Their yards per play is insanely. Oh, bad. It's, it's horrible. All it's, of the it's, metrics it's, are it's, horrendous. It's horrifically low. Yeah. So it's, a, I mean, it's horrifically low. No, I don't. No, I'll be disappointed if they don't. But but back to back to the original point. Like, yeah. yeah what is in this world? In this world. Where they they beat Northwestern, and even if it's all kind of feels like the Illinois game, even if all three of them kind of feel like the Illinois game, what, just how foreign is that world from where we've been? I, I I wonder. I I I don't know the answer to it. I don't know how will everybody else feel if they do yeah. that. Like, are you gonna are you are, will, if they do that? No matter how they do it, will you be ready to like? Will you be ready to say, hey, things are going right in this program? 
Or will people still be hesitant about that? Even if they get to six and three, like you would think so, but I'm not totally sure. I'm not. I'm not going to take those. Those people are unserious if they're not willing to say uh, that things are going in the right program or right right direction. I mean, what's okay. the argument? I don't understand an argument. I don't understand the argument after the Illinois game, though. After after people are crabby after it, it's just going to well, be the you same know how thing. People are like, it's, I mean, it's there's just, a difference I'm not between I'm there, but no, I'm just saying there's a difference between this was an ugly win and I didn't enjoy watching the game and. I am unable to recognize progress of a team that is Dude. six and three and hasn't won six games in a season. I don't get it. I don't since get it. Since 2016, though. we had there were plenty. I mean, I think you'll agree with me. There were plenty of reactions after the Illinois game that were like, "Oh man, there's so much trouble ahead. They got so much trouble next year. So many issues on this thing." Why is why would you not feel that way even if they win the next three games? I guess I'll be honest. I didn't see the whole. I am worried about next year stuff outside of the usual. Oh, really? The, but, but Jack, like I, I, I don't. I just maybe it's because I just refuse to participate in those discussions. The game against Illinois was not a turning point for me in one direction or the other. This this offense has problems, you know. So like anyone who wants to be like, oh, this is a bad sign of things to come. No, it's it's not. They they are down to their second second quarterback. They're down to their third running back that they want to bench. They're down to their fourth receiver. Like they're not happy or they're, they're not enjoying the situation that they're in. And so if anyone wants to be like, this is bad for year two, I, I again, unserious person. I don't unserious to be happy. Did you hear what Bishop and Caleb said about being at my house during the game? I had a blast. I know, but you I are really wild. affected that others aren't as like happy as you are. And so it like, it ends up, you kind of come down to their level. I think. I was happy with it. I was annoyed. I just, listen, it, the, all the replies get annoying. Yeah, 100%. Well, reply not, guys are often annoying. Just 100%. say, see you later. Just I mute would, them. But, man, if you don't think I was happy, holy cow. Um, yeah, you missed no, it's, out. No, but you, I think you, I think you do get the, you do get really bummed out by the lack of just, like, pure joy. Like, that everyone's not like you. I know it, it really bums you. It's not that. It was ta- when it was taken to a, just a, we, like, a, where every piece of positivity has to be met with an argument that things that is almost countering the pot, whatever positivity, imperfect positivity or excitement is just countered with, Hey, well, but don't forget things suck. I don't know. It, it gets, yeah, it gets annoying. It gets tiresome. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But it doesn't, I wasn't happy, but I get it. Yeah. I had fun with them. So it's not that you're not happy, Jack. You just you you seem bummed. Is I think the 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 conversation. You just seem like upset. Like it's just it bugs you. You know. It and bugs it, I feel me, like you. I feel like it just bums you out. What? All right. Whatever. I mean, I would say so. I would say to those people who will not acknowledge progress. It's funny that we're acting three. like we. Hold on, chat. Help me. Like there were there was a lot of this this week, right? There was a lot of this. We were. We talked about it. We talked about it in the chat. There was a lot of this this week. I'm I'm just I'm just having a conversation like we do about the fan base. I don't. I, it's not impacting my enjoyment of the win, specifically what happened. But I am kind of fascinated and annoyed that that is that that is so pervasive among people right now, and I kind of doubt that it's going to go away a little. Probably. Bit, I mean, it. It, it it probably won't. But like. If someone is saying that six and three is not a sign of progress, like I'm serious, I cannot have a conversation with that person. You can because I look again. I do not think that Friday's game was a joy to watch. the The result was, but the the process in which they got there, especially in the second half, 
I was not having a good time watching that game. But to 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 then, you know, I guess uh, compound that with more wins and more victories and getting to a bowl game, like this this year is just about finding, you know, any any sort of progress. But I, I think a big part of it, Jack, is, well, I guess I think that there are two things. I think one is that, that people will forever compare this team to the good old days. And so, like, it's not that we are judging Nebraska 2023 against 2022 or 2021 or 2020. We're judging them against 97, which is stupid. I think that that's part of it. And I do think that there is still a subset of the Frost fans that are, I think that they're they're not having a bad time, but they really are poking a lot of holes in things at this moment in time, um, which I'm not surprised by. I thought that that was going to be the case. So I think that you have two of those things. I just think that with a fan base like this that has had so much success, you know, historically, things will always be judged against the alternative of greatness. And for better and for worse, I think that that's what happens with with some people. But I'll be honest, the majority of the people that I saw, I'll be, honestly, Jack, it was people complaining about the complainers. I feel like I saw less just raw positivity and more, I'm annoyed that people are annoyed. And it's like, well, really? just be happy right. then. I don't know. That's all I had. That's all I had on Saturday morning. And then I started talking about, and there, I mean, fight Dave. Dave posted that post too. I mean, he saw it. The Go Big Redcast guys, they tweeted about it like tons of times. If you're in, a, I mean, I'm I'm in a spot where I'm interacting with a lot of fans. I got a ton of it. That I mean, that's it. And it was yeah. And it, it was just like <laughs> maybe Jack. It's because it. in my life, I'm like the negative person, and so I don't really yeah. have a whole lot people of people feel, that can be more negative. Maybe than that's me. it. Maybe that's it. I yeah. really do think that that plays a part in these discussions. Yeah. Right. And I, okay, I get it. Like, okay, everybody's like, well, just don't pay attention to him. Well, I mean, that's, I'm not like, I, I'm not having like, <laughs> it's not bothering me like that much, but this is what we do is we talk about this fan base. Whether it being annoying, I'm going to say they're being annoying. That's it. Yeah. Okay. A like, six I'm and not, three record you know, I don't and being, need therapy and- about it, but we were talking about it. And I said it was, in, would be interesting how they'll react after the next three games. And so I had to go back and explain this thing. And now it's turned into a, a, a giant thing that it's not. But other people noticed it all freaking week. I'm not the only one. Every, I mean, Dave. Dave mentioned that I, it's all over the place. It's all. But over Dave, the place. I think I don't. I don't want to speak for Dave. I think that that tweet was stupid by Go Big Redcast. Like I think that that crap is dumb. If you can't have a dialogue about the program and how the offense isn't looking, see, and I know I'm triggering you. I'm not you even are trying to. Me so much. I know, but Jack, I am this so is what people do. Effing you fan right one now. way, and I you fan in the way of I want to be happy and appreciate this, and I fan in the way of God. How does how do they keep the good times rolling? Because this could be bad. We just we operate in different ways. I think that tweet is a joke that you can't be critical about anything, and we have to have a moratorium on criticism. I don't agree with it either. I don't agree with the tweet either. All I'm saying is they're reacting to seeing the same thing that I did. Yeah, well, we have different ways of dealing with it. Yeah, and they want to bury their heads in the sand. They want to bury their heads in the sand. Here's a f- uh, look. As long as I'm interacting with people that annoy me, I'm going to talk about when it's annoying. You do that. That's you fine, would do it. You would do the same thing. It's a, it's, it's an, it, they're, they're annoying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just they're saying super annoying. When I'm interacting with people who are annoying me, and I'm on on social media yeah they're annoying that's it josh says can we recognize the need to be patient and also appreciate an ugly win that would have been a loss under the previous regime that's that's exactly my point is be happy at the record but also understand that there are like issues with it i don't think that you and i are agreeing so or disagreeing so i i I don't think we are either it was just until everyone was 
but, but yeah, I don't think I was making as big of point about it as it was portrayed in the chat, and then it got between me and you to be a bigger discussion than it actually was. But yeah, that's it. I mean, I think we said this after the game on Saturday morning, which was that's a game in Nebraska's lost w- way worse games than that one over the years. And so to actually get it alone was something that was a relief and exciting to me at this point. And that was it. Yeah, like they that won by alone, two scores. Like they won by two yes. scores and they played like shit on offense. They played like crap. They won by two scores. They probably should have blown them out, which yeah. I saw that as progress. Um, I know a lot of people didn't, but I, I, I saw that as as progress. It was cor- Of course it was progress. Yeah. Yeah, we agree, we, we agree on that. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of people who don't see it that way. And yeah. I know you're just yeah. saying you don't see it or they're crazy or just ignore them. But I'm just here to say there's a lot of them. In the same way I was here to say at the beginning of the season that people are going to be pissed if it doesn't go well right away in yeah. the first two games. And, you know, we've we've gone over that. So, yeah. Well, if people aren't happy with six and three, then I'm not we'll going see. to talk to those people. Hopefully they will be. Hopefully they'll, they'll, it'll be a fun party for everyone. The, uh, the odd part about this is that we're we're discussing a potential of six and three, and it doesn't sound like a laughable opinion. Honestly, I think that that we are <laughs> we are that we are saying, hey, so if they get to six and three, they would be West contenders. And like, I don't think you and I think they're going to win the West, but like mathematically, no, that, that is I a discussion, don't. and we are not laughing about it in the way of okay, stop being stupid. I, like, um, that's I the crazy part. I do think they're the favorite, just because the team's the favorite, but, like, I think they're the favorite in all three of these games, probably. Just, as Definitely I've will be the in the Northwestern more, game. I, as I've looked at the numbers more, but... I don't know if I'm trying to talk... Josh is Jack's definitely trying to talk himself into the winning the West. I don't know if I am, because I don't know if I want... I don't know if I want them to win the West. I'm not no, sure I, I don't want that. I don't want them to win the West. To that. I mean, I want them... I want them to beat Iowa and Wisconsin... So I guess winning the West would maybe come along with that, but yeah, it's not that no, I think it would be like a net negative. It's just I don't think that anything good could come from the Big Ten championship game. If they're it'd in be it. fine, I guess. But I think you're overestimating. Weird, you know, oh, you're a little overestimating at least right now today how much that's a desire of. of it's mine, yeah, is it? It's easy to say I don't want them in the Big Ten championship game when they're three and three. But if right. they're on the doorstep and they lose yeah, to I'll, Iowa and that costs 100%. them a trip, we'd be like, oh man, that would have been so fun. I mean, I think that it's more. It would be. It would be quite the coaching job to make it to Indianapolis in year one under the Matt Rule era with all right. of the injuries be, on. The offense. program would be in a great spot, so that would it would be cool. It'd be cool, even yeah. though you've got an ass kicking from Michigan coming again. Yeah, exactly. Because so, Michigan like, apparently is is ridiculous. So it 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 almost is like why can, can they win the West and then turn it down? <laughs> like that would be you know I think we maybe joked about this on Saturday. Do like what Notre Dame used to do with bowl games. They would go to a bowl, but they would turn down the bowl bid. They would just say we're not going to go to the bowl game. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be incredible. Hold on. Uh oh. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to do it. All right. Okay. Um. Uh, anyway, I'm supposed to ignore other people, so I shouldn't do that. Okay, I get it. Um, all right, uh, let's see. What else should we talk about here? What, okay, let's talk about the quarterback situation. Okay. I am surprised. I am surprised that apparently it's going to be Harbert. I am too. I, I mean, I don't know if I had just gotten bad intel for two weeks. I don't know what it was, but I mean... I had had, I think there was legitimate smoke each of the last two weeks that they are trying 
were trying to get Sims involved because there was a desire to have him be playing. And then out of out of nowhere. So do you think real quick, do you think that you were getting bamboozled? Because you were pretty because like I was very confident that it was going to be Harburg for the last two weeks. And you were very confident that Sims maybe like two weeks ago you thought he was going to start. Then last week you were like, well, he's probably going to play. But yeah, like, I, so do you think you were bamboozled? Did you get did you get one? I had you one know, pulled so, up your head. I mean, I'll tell you, I had one source that's been very that has been very accurate for everything. Okay. You know, forever. Who was telling me before? Not two games ago. That was telling me. So I guess it would be the Michigan game that they were that Sims was going to be a part of the game plan, um, okay. and that they really wanted to get him in. And then I and then the other one. Then this was public when I had. Both weeks when I had Greg Sharp on my show, both of yep. the times he was like unequivocal saying, I expect Sims to play. Like it was yeah. it was interesting. We so you had a source tweet- that you trusted and, and then you were just kind of reading the tea leaves with Greg. Yeah. Both both times and I felt like then there was just some other people who I talked to who sort of felt that that it was going that way, that it was like sort of eventually going toward this Sims is going to be the guy again. I mean, it's, it's eventually going back to Sims. I I just felt like there was a lot of momentum going that way. And yeah, maybe I got bad. Everyone, everyone I heard from had no idea what was going on. I guess that's a possibility. Um, Or something changed. I don't know which it is. Go a couple things in terms of something changing. How about this from JB says, I have a source that Sims is the number two and not just injured. And along those lines, Josh says, makes sense to hold him out before the off week now if he doesn't play versus Northwestern. So the way I was approaching it is kind of like the, the latter message that we got in that I had been viewing, and, and part of this too is based off of what I was hearing, and that was I was told the last few weeks that it was still going to be Harburg. Sure enough, it was. I, now, Jack, I also had intel that they were like trying to work him in, that he we yeah. were maybe go. Now, it was always That was mainly like what a, mine was. That was yeah. mainly what mine was. It wasn't really about starting necessarily. It was that they were going to work him. It was important that they worked him in, basically. Yes. So I, I had heard the same thing. Um, that, that said, there was always this kind of caveat of, but if he's still not all the way ready, um, you know, they'll just wait until the bye week. Now, what is interesting is that I have sensed from people who cover the team, um, that 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 there has been a shift in tone, and and maybe it kind of goes back to what JB just said that he's hearing that Sims is number two. Because I, I remember like t- a week or two ago when I would ask a question of a beat writer, it's like, hey, so you know, at a certain point it'll be Sims again, right? And everyone's like, yep. And now, right. like everyone, Mitch Sherman ev- was the f- yes, like everyone was saying that, Josh. I got to make everyone understand yeah. that. Like, I'm yeah. glad you said that because everyone. From the sources to interviews you were doing to all of it, everyone was saying it was going back to Sims, right? Yes, and so and even even if and like like a Mike Schaefer, for example, he said a couple of weeks ago, move forward with Harburg, make him the guy the rest of the year. So even someone who had that viewpoint was saying, but I think it will be Sims. Now those people are not saying that anymore. Mitch Sherman was the first one on my show this week, and Mitch is very plugged in. Um, so when he said what he did, because I, I kind of asked the question, and I just kind of blew past. And so, yeah, it'll probably be Sims against Northwestern. And he, like, interrupted. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want us to assume that it is going to be Sims versus Northwestern. I think it's still going to be Interesting. Harburg. And so, yeah, that, that was my reaction as well. And sure enough, the more I kind of asked people, it, it seems like that that 
is the case. Now, the, the, the fun question for me is why? Yeah. You know, why? Yeah. Is, it, is it like there is one world where, hey, Sims is really hurt. This is a real long injury. It's actually way worse than they're letting on. And they want to keep riding with Harburg because he is healthier. Um, the but, other, which I think well, is way more interesting, is that they actually like Harburg now, but they are not. They are not blowing smoke up his ass. And they're because like I had, a, I had a listener. I don't mean to keep rambling, Jack, but there was a there was a caller on Bigger Overreaction. I did the Michigan game, and this caller called in and was like, "Listen to the way that Rule talks about Harburg. He's way more critical of him than he was Sims earlier in the year." I was like, interesting. I didn't notice that. Handley, who I did the show with that night, he was like, I noticed that. I've noticed that. And I was like, okay, interesting. And so if that's true, I kind of took that as, yeah, well, maybe because they don't really like him as much and they want to go back to Sims, yada, yada, yada. But if if that's the door number two, that he is just the guy now moving forward, um, that's a real, I mean, it's just really interesting because <laughs> if I would have said that to you a month ago, you would have laughed me out of the room. Like you would have never believed that that was going to be the case. Yeah. I Like what could have happened? I mean, was it the performance against, it was it something about the Illinois game doubtful. I mean, there wasn't, <laughs> he didn't light the world on fire in the Illinois game. I mean, obviously did enough to win the game for them, but it yeah. would be one thing if he had gone out and had a huge, huge game against Illinois, and then you're starting to hear it. But it wasn't It wasn't that. In fact, you probably argue he did more for himself against Michigan than he did in some ways against Illinois because— Harburg? Harburg, yeah. Because he—just because he—the he, yeah. he, way that he looked on a few of the passing plays. It was just a handful of plays that I thought he looked better than expected. But the only—like, what else can you even—what other theory can you put out there about this? Is it— I know you said maybe he's still hurt, but one of people in the chat, what was the chat? That was, wasn't that he was hurt. He was just number two, right? Yeah. And at JB some said. point, it's been six weeks after a high ankle sprain. Yeah, um, yeah right now, th- th- this last Saturday was four weeks. This upcoming Saturday will be five. Northwestern would be six weeks since the injury. Yeah. Now, now I've also seen, Jack, some people say a high ankle sprain is actually four to eight weeks. So... I mean, it, it, I guess there's another world. Now, I don't, I don't know about high ankle sprains. So if uh, my if, son if had one in basketball a few years ago, I can't. It was a long time. It was a long time. Yeah, it ate up most okay. of the season for a high school basketball yeah. season. And but, he, remember, good point by Jabs. He did get a snap against La Tech. He did play. And I mean, look, that was way. That was one play. But man, yeah. he really did look rusty in that. In that. In that one play. Is a couple it, or, questions. Why not? Josh says, why not name Heinrich Harburg? Ben says, why name anyone? Make Northwestern prep for both. Husker for MU says, keep Sims through the rest of the year. Like, that's why he's not naming them. What What do you make of that? Where Rule has been given multiple instances now, before and after games, of like, hey, why is, is Harburg the guy? Are you, like, I think they always couch it. I love the way it's couched. It's like, are you prepared to say that Heinrich Harburg is your quarterback moving forward? <laughs> you know, it's just such a fun media way to ask it. He is are always sidestepped. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the day where he, you say that he is at the top of the depth chart? Yeah. And then, like, he didn't have to say it on Tuesday, right? There, no. I, I didn't expect him to on a bye week? No. At all? No. Yeah. Why, why say it now? Why, why say it now? That's no. a great question. Is this 4D chess? What's happening here mm. uh, on mm. this whole thing? Yeah, you're right. I don't. I, I don't know why you would you would say it now, even if it was the case at this point. And foreshadow it to Northwestern. Like, I wouldn't, like, isn't there a level? I always thought there was a bunch of gamesmanship in this. And if there was, you'd never say it the entire week, right? You Correct. keep putting yeah. it off. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. I don't know. How, now, how much does that really help? I don't know. You know, I'm not. You're talking about like 
You're talking about gamesmanship? Like, yeah, how much does that like, help against... Yeah, how position? much does it help if Northwestern doesn't know which quarterback's playing? I, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. Well, and, and I mean, in a fun way, Jack, that goes all the way back to the question that we all discussed like a month ago, and that was, are we sure there's any difference between these two quarterbacks? You know, we've had that many times. I would say that Harburg is getting as close as possible to the Jeff Sims roller coaster of performance without the turnovers. You know, he has had... I, I had someone text me this morning who was like, he had five passes that could have been picked off against Illinois on on <clears throat> Friday. And we know that Sims, he had those turnovers. It was just like any chance the, the opponent had to take it away, they did. Uh, it has not been the way with yeah. Harburg. Now, Josh, it's funny. He says Harburg can also handle a snap. He can accept it for when well, he didn't. He, he dropped didn't, it. He didn't. Have he dropped it for the first time against Illinois. And there was the handoff. Yeah. Yes. Mis- kind of missed yes. as well. So, like, he had – that's the thing. He has been – he has been lucky. He has had positive turnover luck, whereas Jeff Sims ball. has had yeah. negative turnover luck. And like, it, what, it's it's almost like Jack. What do you do with that, right? What do you do with positive versus negative turnover luck? You probably say, well, it's going to revert back to the mean at some point in time. Well, if that's the case for Harburg, that means turnovers are on the way. And for Sims, if he were to get a start, it would mean fewer turnovers are on the way. But I don't know. You can't think that way. I don't know. I cannot figure it out. I cannot figure it out unless. Sim, unless Sims just hasn't looked good at practice, unless from everything I've heard too, again, like Sims has had a great attitude about this whole thing. He and Harburg have stayed close. Yeah, me too. Um, man. Me like too. I've heard. In fact, I know. I I think I have pretty good sources on that. Like that 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 that's been a good situation. There's like no, there's no problems there. Like if Har. If Sims had kind of checked out, right? You could see you yeah. can see this happening at this point. But from what I can tell, that's not the case either. And Correct. so I don't know what to make of this. I really I wish I had a better explanation for you guys. But I don't know what to make of this other than take Matt Rule at his word. He thinks it gives him the best chance to win. I I I guess. And I'm not I'm not sure, but it's just wild. It's wild because you saw Sims through all the practices, right? And you thought, obviously, yep. not only the practices, but you picked him over Casey Thompson or any other transfers or any uh, anyone else based on, you know, whatever, his measurables on his film in, on Georgia Tech. Then you saw him through all the practices. He was clearly the number one. You saw him for a game and a half, and he had problems. What the heck changed now at this point? Yeah. You know, that th- that's what I wonder. If, it were, if Some- Harburg was lighting up the world... I would understand, and I'm not even criticizing it. I guess I, because I, yeah, in my you sound heart like one of, hearts, of your reply guys right now. In my heart of hearts, I don't even, I don't even think it's going to be that much. I don't, I don't think there's a huge difference. I don't think it's going to be a huge difference. Yeah. Obviously, one probably end up being better than the other, but I don't know which one it is. I can on, I'll honestly yeah. tell you, I don't know. Couple comments. Brady says, "I wonder what you think about this, Jack. We talk about this staff laying a foundation for the future. I think rule riding with Heinrich Harburg would go a long way with the fan base. Just saying." Yeah, I doubt he would make that. The home state benefit of the doubt for sure from the fans. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine he makes the decision based on that, but I don't disagree with the impact. Yeah. And 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 then you want to take the long view of it. If Sims doesn't play this year, right? He's is he? Could he be a grad transfer? Possibly. Just yeah, and I mean, does he? I assume he's redshirted, but. You know, he's only played in three games, so Jeez. I guess there's also a world where, yeah, where he this could be a redshirt year, which is just wild. No, he is the, a red, he is a redshirt junior. He's a redshirt. I guess junior. they could give him an injury, a me, yeah, a medical redshirt. 
Well, I was thinking more likely that he gets his degree and he takes a grad transfer year and goes somewhere else. Yeah, and goes somewhere else. I'd be stunned if he's on the roster next year. Stunned. I mean, if he doesn't play at all, I can't imagine. I think he... And then... And then you know, Jack, even if he does play, I geez. think that this is going to be a one and done. God. I don't think he'll be on the team. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, ben says, I, do we really want him long-term? They have to upgrade. They, they're going to have to upgrade a quarterback. Yeah, and then but then you're going to have a... Harburg, who may have led them to a bowl game, right? As a quarterback. Yeah, and then can you imagine Dude. the takes with that? Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, I think the biggest positive is that, and like, again, I know that I am, I am viewing this through a different lens, and, and I am not as enamored with Harburg as, as I know some people are, which, you know, I, I really want to give people the benefit of the doubt that it's not because he's a guy from Carney, it's just because he hasn't turned the ball over a whole lot, but I know why. But, man, like, I, I view him as like, wow, they have a good backup. You know, like th- yeah. that's what that's the conversation for 2024 is we now know for the first time in years that Nebraska would enter the season with a solid backup that could be reliable if pressed upon, you know, like that's that's the biggest positive. But I know that a lot of people are not going to view it that same way. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely. Yeah, it was the thing I was worried about at the beginning of the year. Why? Why? I wanted Casey to stay with Sims so that one of them would be the backup. And it turned out to to not be. Casey and Sims. It turned out to be Sims and, and Harburg there with with a backup, and hey. it fin- you know it finally happened that you had a capable capable enough backup because I don't know if you got Harburg this version of Harburg last year, you probably have another win. I would guess. Yeah, least. probably. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me. I want to I want to unpack something. Jimmy O'Neill says if Harburg was from Altoona, Iowa, or Bismarck, North Dakota, this would be way different. How do you think, Jack? And this is such a hard question. How would it change how we discuss him? Like, what would we be saying? Are we just more critical of, like, a couple of people brought up the sidearm. Joe says his sidearm scares the shit out of me 95% of the time. What what are we saying? Because, like, again, I feel like I am very fair with my discussion of him of, like, he makes poor decisions sometimes. His accuracy is limited. Um, he made some pretty good throws, though, at various points in the Illinois game. Like, I... So I, I, I can only go off of how I feel. How do you think that this would change? Okay, so Dave says we'd be talking about his 53% completion percentage. But we don't talk about that a lot, Dave. That's a good point. No, it doesn't do, really come up in discussions. The, I think we're a little overrating how all in. First of all, we're talking about what other fans think, and we shouldn't Reply, care. guys. We shouldn't care what other fans think, so I can't believe anyone brought trigger, this up. Triggered, triggered. But since someone else brought it up, I was told I couldn't think about that anymore. Um, but I don't think... Like I don't think everyone is the 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 fan base is quite as all in on him as it's sort of being made to appear through this conversation. Do you? Do you really think it's that? Like I get there's a little romantic. No, the whole st- no no the whole conversation no. For no, sure. I mean I be- I hear there's just as many people who are critical of him than are like so, like I'm not hearing some groundswell of we love how this dude's been playing. Do you? I don't think so. So like, I guess, but Dave and others do think that this is a real thing. So like, I don't, and I'm not discounting that. So is it more that the people are, Jim says now, no offense, Jim, you do live in O'Neill. So maybe that's part of the conversation too. We're like, I, 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 my friend group, we have conversations about the team and it is, you know, there's a lot of negativity on Harburg, but for me, it's a lot of Omaha and Lincoln guys, you know, is there, since Jim is from O'Neill, do you think that that is maybe, maybe shaping his viewpoint on this i don't know even on social media it's like i don't i feel like there's some who are think that maybe he's the the better the better choice which 
because he's had success and he's turned the ball over less. But it's not for – I haven't seen – I don't feel like I've seen tons of super unreasonable takes on this, actually. Look at me, yeah. like, defending. I don't either. I feel like people like, are pretty split, and it's a normal yeah. quarterback – Controversy. Yeah, and then I don't a couple of people a, brought up his record. You know, Ben says I like the winning. Yeah. JT Buddy says he's three and one as a star. There does seem to be a a hey he wins. Dude, you know, discussion. Point I mean, I get why people there. could be there. He's three and one, and he's turned it over le- at a at a lower rate. For bottom sure. Bottom lines. Yeah. Bottom yeah. lines. Like I get it. I, I I get that argument. I'm a little. I mean, honestly. I'm a little more interested in what people who are like, if they're to the extent these people exist, who are like, hey, we got to get Sims in there and doing it again. Like, what are they seeing with him exactly? Like, where is that? Where is that faith coming from? Other than rule bought, really bought into him coming into this year. Well, like John is one of those guys, right? My uh, my co-host, he he is now in the. We really need to start exploring the idea of Jeff Sims playing again. Now, in this discussion, for the record, you know he's healthy. Um, but I think for John, it was uh, the turnover worthy plays and how close he got to throw multiple interceptions on on Friday, and how there was that one drive where it could have been like a, an abject disaster, and it wasn't. And I think too, like you look at the stretch now of games. And how many points have they scored in these games? Now, some of it hasn't been his fault. There were the multiple long runs that were called back in the Louisiana Tech games. Like, we're having a way different discussion if they win that game 42-14 to versus 28-14. to But I think the second half, for, for people who are Sims folks, is doing, um, I don't want to say a number on them mentally because that implies like a negative, negative thing. But like, he had four drives where they started on average at the Illinois 39-yard line and they scored zero points. Yeah. It wasn't all because of him, yeah. but I think people are like, they can't do that if they're going to make it. a bowl game. I get that argument too. Like, I legit see both sides of the coin on this one. I do too. And I think I'm they're honestly, close. I understand. And, and I also don't, I also can honestly say, I don't know if you had, if you played Sims the rest of the year and you played Harburg the rest of the year, I can honestly say, I'm not sure which would end up better for the offense. Yeah. I can legit I, Honestly, say that. man, and it's funny too. Uh, I, I honestly am okay with either decision. If they stick with Harburg the rest of the way, yeah. or they stick with him, and then it results in like a disaster, and they're like, "Well, now we got to go to Dude. Sims." Fine, at least you found out, you know. But if they go the other way, and Sims is either really good or or good or really horrible again, I kind of like that too because at least we get an answer. Now I know people won't view it that way. If if they put in Sims and he costs them a bowl game, people are going to be pissed. Um, so I, I understand that viewpoint, but I would just, I kind of want to see it whatever way they decide just for the curiosity. I'm less concerned about who starts and more concerned about if you have both of them available, that you don't make a change when you could try that. Like that's the, the length of the leash is the more, is the more interesting thing to me than who starts actually. Yeah. But it, I thought they would go into this next game and say, I thought they might go into a Josh and say, "Hey, we're going to play both. We're going to they're, they're both going to play, not be super specific about it and figure out the both guys are going to play. Co- coaches have said that many times, right? Both guys are going to play and then they would kind of evaluate through the game the kind of feel that they gave them. So, yeah. but that at least it doesn't sound like they're doing that now. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Dave says I'm on record as wanting Stims to get another chance. I think he has a higher ceiling. His floor has so far been lower. Than Harburg's, yeah, his floor has been way worse, um, you know. And I think the ceiling conversation is also a fun one because it's like, you know, what are we basing it on? And it's just more. He started game. He started a lot more games. He does have a better completion percentage in college football than uh, he's Harburg does. Some the other thing, deep of, balls at, at Georgia Tech, he threw some yeah. pretty deep balls. But I don't know. Like I, I also, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure about the yeah. Whole thing. The other thing and too, though, Jack, to is. It. 
that if whoever the quarterback is going to be, but if it's Sims especially, he is re-entering an offense that is much different than the one that he left. His running back room is depleted. His wide receiver room is depleted. True. His offensive line is still Jeez. his offensive line. Think of the arsenal you know? he had in the two games that he actually played. Yeah, and then yeah, they look loaded now. They look like the '95 team. Yeah, and right. not, not to Gabe not Irvin to, and Ramir. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, and and honestly, man, like it's it, it's pretty apparent to me that Harburg has a better relationship on the field with Fedoni. You know, like Fedoni didn't have any catches until yeah. Harburg was the starter, and like he has been one of the few players that that has become reliable for you know twenty some odd yards a game and and sometimes yeah. a touchdown. So. You know, would he have that same relationship with him on the field? I say this a lot of times. Don't be afraid to say you don't know sometimes because you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dave, Dave falls up, by the way. He says this is based on Sims running whatever sat originally wanted the offense to be. The shift to a power option attack changes the math. Yeah. They're definitely running plays that they didn't have in the playbook a month ago, which I view as a negative because it means they didn't practice them in August or, you know, and they're calling plays that they had to learn themselves. Like that is a certainly scary situation. So what's the bet? So if Nebraska wins these next three games, the offense is obviously going to have to do something. Yeah, what's that look finish like? In the red what, zone. What's that look like? Most finishing likely? in the red zone. They're going to finish in the red zone because they are able to move the ball. Um, they're going to finish in the red zone and they're going to cut down on the penalties. That's what I think it's that's. Be. I think it's what it has to be. the uh, The defense, you know, I think the defense is going to play very well. I would not say that the defense is going to be able to hold the next three opponents to seven points each. I think that the next three opponents. My, like, here's what I think, Jack. I think that on average, you're going to see over the final six games, teams are going to score fewer than three touchdowns against Nebraska, but there will be some games that go above 20 points and there will go some games that go below 10. So on average, the number that I keep looking at is 17. So my question is, can the offense get to 20? Can the offense on our, and, and you say, well, Hey, they just got to 20. That's true. But there will probably be a game in this stretch where they score 10 or 14. And maybe there's a game in this stretch where they get to 30. So can they find a way to get to on average 20 points, especially in the next three, because if they can do that um, and they can finish in the red zone, I think that that is the path to success. I just don't see the defense. Who are the key players players to, to, to doing that with the offense? Do you think like, what's that look like? Fedoni Fedoni and one of the running backs, isn't it? Yeah. Fedoni, one of the running backs and one of the young receivers. And uh, Billy Kemp. That's a good call. I, yeah. Kemp is, Kemp's got to be the man now, doesn't he? Yes, like, he does. Kemp really, Kemp and Fedoni are the two that I would have said. Kemp and Fedoni. I don't know, man. I'm down on, I thought, I thought I test, well, we need to bring, talk about this just sort of generally the fumbling thing again, but obviously his statistic, his game was not good. He had the fumble. There were a couple of plays on my rewatch though, where I was like, man, he kind of ran hard on that. And there wasn't much there, and he made something out of it. I'm not trying to make it. I know I'm going to get blowback on being too positive about him, which which I don't intend to be. But there were there were a few plays there. Like I don't know, I don't know what to expect from him anymore. I I have no idea. It because it can be like it can seriously just be like nothing. There's nothing there ever, or it can be sort of the highlight real stuff. And I don't know which we're going to get, or if we're ever going to get the highlight real stuff again anymore. But I don't like. Have you seen anything from Emma Johnson that makes you think, "Hey, he's going to be able to do that"? I don't know. I don't think probably. I really. just don't think they trust him though. And he fumbled. But is it okay? Isn't this bizarre? Emmett Johnson, the Emmett John. I don't know if it was Har- Harburg's fault or Emmett Johnson. They both had a fumble in this game, and and yep. uh, Anthony had one too. 
and <laughs> which one got the by far bigger response from Matt Rule when he was talking about it. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't well, it, it was, like it, it, he is the well, response? It makes sense, though, right? I mean, he he's had the issues. He he cost him the game against Minnesota. He had the August issues. Like it's just it's a it keeps happening, and it's, it's happened three it's, times. It's happened three times, and it's happened like four times in two years. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's, they don't trust him. He must be fumbling a ton in practice. It must be. He must be. He must be a sieve with the ball in practice well, because those. Jack, Look, listen. Three fumbles in sixty some carries is not great, but it's not like it's not like there's an emergency situation going on. But that's how they treat it. It's weird. Did you know? See, I don't think it is. Did you notice how he talked about it? He talked about essentially that he is carrying the ball wrong. He is carrying the ball wrong. So he is saying so it's a technical thing. He is blaming the player. Um, like not to bring up the stupid ass game on Sunday night, but the 49ers. Fred Warner caused an incredible fumble that somehow stayed in bounds, and that was all him. I don't think that the issue on that play was uh, Tony Pollard fumbling the ball. It was that a great a great defensive player made a great defensive play. I don't f- think that Matt Rule is viewing this as he's not viewing it from that perspective. He's viewing it from Anthony Grant's carrying the ball wrong. Oh, now Robbie's going to say the Forty Nine ers are good. We know Robbie. Um, oh, hey, Robbie. Anthony, like. He's saying he's saying that it, this is an Anthony Grant problem. It is not. I a, guess so, but like Gabe Irvin, Jack, fumbled, I, he must he, seriously. Like, he must be fumbling the ball. You're all right. The it's time. got it. That's the only thing I can figure is that in practice, it is just like out of control, and there's something very clearly technically he's doing wrong because yeah, Harburg's fumbled, Sims fumbled, Gabe Irvin fumbled, Emma Johnson has fumbled. Like everyone has fumbled, but how many times has he fumbled? He's fumbled the most, though, right? But he's also got more touches and more carries than any of those, right? Sure. He's got sixty yeah. some. He's got sixty some carries, and and then I again I go to last year, and he didn't have like overly bad fumble numbers. I think probably not where you want, but not like overly bad fumble numbers last year. And so it's I don't know the there's a little bit of it. it Again, I don't see practice. I don't know what's happening, but there's like a either either there's something that he really thinks that there's valuable in the messaging to him that way. I guess that's probably what it is. Maybe he feels like. Well, he knows Jack, him. is it could could there be something else that he? Um, it's like just so in his head right now, and you know, rule is just like I can't trust it because it's in his head at this moment in time. Maybe, maybe, but like I don't. The man, he is. I. I I hope he's not he's the guy like he's the guy right it's not it's going to have to be him what are they going to do bench him and, and completely put in I think they're, one I more think fumble and I don't they'll bench him and put in Emmett Johnson and what if Emmett Dude, Johnson I think fumbles? that he might I think he might get ghosted in the Northwestern game I think it might be a situation like Colorado where he doesn't play judging rules tone he was pissed he was not I happy. know I, I think I, he's going to I think I know I I'm just and listen, I was someone happy said a few minutes ago, either, Jack, but... like he re- he reverted to his bad habits. He was dancing again. He wasn't running straight forward. Yeah, I think was... he's run stronger this year, but he was not running stronger on on Friday. Yeah, I think for the most part that's probably true. Um, I and look, this I, I is just... no inside info. This is just my guess. I'm just judging based off of what rules say. Man, I still would feel a lot fumbles. Everything else, I'd still feel a lot more comfortable with him in than Emmett Johnson. Do people disagree with that? I say try. I like the way Emmett Johnson ran. I know he fumbled too, but I thought that he ran better than than 
than I tested on. Uh, maybe I did. I need to see Friday. a little more of him. Maybe I should. I should look at that again. Maybe he is going to be the guy then. If if, if he's got I mean, that here's potential, the thing, he like, will. I don't mean to to poop on a guy, but I mean, is Anthony Grant like really that good? Like, like who cares in a way? I almost feel the same way about him as I do the quarterback situation. Like, go with the other guy. Like, he doesn't bring anything to the table. I think that is that tremendous yeah. on a play by play basis. I mean, if you give Johnson that fumble, he's got a way higher fumble percentage than Anthony Grant does. It's yeah, like that's that, true. That's true. I don't. Get, that's the weird thing. He's. Yeah, Brady says, what's the worst that could happen with EJ? He could barely get any yards and fumble it. I mean, like that's I mean, kind of the viewpoint, right? I guess. Like, oh, man, he's going to be Anthony Grant? Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I kind of disagree. I think Grant I think Grant is. Yeah, but you love this guy. He's your favorite player. I don't, player. and I've I tried to repeat that. Because I gave him a nickname does not mean I love him or I'm predisposed to 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 that situation. I think, but I think he's had his moments. I think he's got. I think he's experienced. I don't think his fumble numbers are so egregious. I mean, listen. I sat through the Dan Alexander, Carell Buckhalter year when they fumbled every down. So, oh, that I was mean, the quote. I mean, it was. It, it's three. It's three fumbles this year, right? It's two fumbles last year. It's not eighty fumbles. That's why I'm. I'm so freaking confused by the entire it's not thing. Eighty fumbles. It's not. It sounds like it no, is. No, it's not. You're right. And they're terrible. And again, I'm not saying. They didn't. It wasn't terrible in the situation. It's been two fumbles that were lost that were at horrendous times, and then one that wasn't lost. Yeah. They were. It was yeah. the timing of them that was worse than anything else about the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, the first one again. It began the downfall of the whole the the first game of the season. There's a very real world where they're four and two right now. Yeah, I just don't think they trust him. I don't think they trust him, and I don't think. He's oh no, start. I don't rule very much. Doesn't he's not. No, he. I mean. At first, I thought it was just like, a, hey, this is how I motivate this guy, but I think he wants to find someone else. Like, I, yeah, agree, and, and the, I agree with you. And that's like the most uncomfortable part is like, you know, who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? And the answer is probably one of the young guys. Or, or, Yo, uh, there's no one. There's Emma Johnson, and that's it. They don't, they haven't brought Quinn no, Knives. Knives. They haven't brought it. He hasn't played yet, has he? Not yet. <laughs> Jack, they got four games. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, Fleeks? And fleeks, hey! Don't forget about fleeks. Run game on fleek. Yeah, JB, great minds. The running back room will soon be on fleek. Jack, he now has two carries for seventy-five Let, yards on the year with a long of seventy-four. I mean, you got to keep going with that guy, dude. Like legit question: What do you think the breakdown of Grant versus Johnson carries the rest of the year will be percentage-wise? Assuming those, or, or if you want to throw someone else in there, you can. Uh, I would bet that, yeah, 70-30, and I, I, Dave, I, I assume that you were saying... I don't know who they're the saying is the lead. I think Grant's going to have fewer carries. I don't think you he's going to get the ball I think much. these... Oh, he's these guys Grant. all think Interesting. Grant. 70, I'd, I'd probably say more like 55-45, 60-40. I, re- I really, dude, I really think that he might not play against Northwestern. I really think that that could be the case. Well, they did, I mean, they did it once, didn't they? Yeah, right? they did it against Colorado, <laughs> you know, and I would say that Matt Rule is more pissed this time than he was that time. Like it was one thing in August. It was one thing after Minnesota. He sounded his angriest about the situation the other day. Again, he said that he carries the football wrong, that he has bad habits carrying the ball. Like it's hard to, to put that guy back in. I can't believe it. Josh Fleeks is going to run for 140 yards in East Lansing, Michigan. 
on three carries and get, and get Nebraska into a bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh man! Crap. Oh my gosh! Buddy won't give up on him. I can't. I'm torn. I can't decide what I think. I think Rule is really annoyed with him. I think Rule is. If Rule had someone else, he would do it. But I, I don't know. I'm. You guys, you guys had some positive things there to say about Evan Johnson. I haven't seen enough. I don't know yet. Well, I see typical negative Jack. You sound like one of those reply guys right now, Jack. I'm, no, we don't. Be we a little more positive. We don't care about. Do those. a little more positive, Jack. Well, see, I mean, I, I honestly just didn't see it. I'm surprised I, he ran. I thought he ran really well the other. Maybe night. I need to watch it again. Maybe I need to watch it. Yeah, again. didn't you already rewatch it? How many times are you going to watch this horrible football? Well, game? there wasn't a good YouTube thing, so I watched one of the ones that was like a. 25 minute summary oh, thing okay. of it. So I might have missed. Right, I'll see if there's a new if there's a new link available Jack. for you. Yeah, I don't like the dancing. I don't like the dancing. Yeah, you're right. It's All just right, a bunch good of 25 one, everybody. minute you guys 25 minute cut ups of it. Oh wait, here we go. Uh this is a 31 minute version of the game. You can watch that one. That might have been right, had. Watched. Let's see. He well, had versus yeah, he had. I'm pulling it. Oh shit, wrong, wrong link. He had seven carries for 29 yards. He averaged Damn! four yards a carry. Well, wow, oh. you guys were right. Wow, Jesus Christ. All right, now I'm going to read you uh, Anthony Grant. 20 carries for 56 yards. He averaged 2.8 yards per carry. Jack, get out of here. What are you doing? I'm not saying he had a great game by any means. No. Well, you didn't have a snarky response for those yards, but you did for Emmett Johnson. <laughs> See, you're a homer. You're no, Anthony no. Grant homer. Listen, I am a said. neutral on Anthony Grant. I gave him a nickname. I call it like I see it. I, I called it against Iowa when it was bad, and I said, get Ramirez in, get him out. He's not a family member of mine. None of those things are true. I am just a neutral observer of Anthony Grant. Of One items. guy averages four yards a carry. Woo-woo-wah-wee. Other guy, <laughs> 2.8. Oh, hey, guys, give him another opportunity. He's good. Uh, oh, he won't fumble. Oh, gosh. Hey, that's MH. I'll tell you this. I am excited to see which of those freshman receivers, if any, hopefully, um, are able to jump in, jump in and make. They're going to have to make a difference. I know they're going to have to, but I hope they, you know, hope, carry their weight. That'd be great. That would be so cool to see. Uh, it's a Beatles us. song. Carry your weight. You talk about cheering for Nebraska guys. Criminy Lloyd and Malachi Coleman at wide receiver doing it. That's exciting Pretty to me. Tight. Nebraska tight. wide receivers. That's awesome. Pretty tight. Yeah. One of those guys is going to, one of the freshmen is going to have to step up. They're going to have to. I like John has given them the nickname Billy, Billy and the kids. Sounds like a band from the fifties. <laughs> That's actually, we welcome good. in Billy and the kids. Billy and the kid. Hey, rawr, rawr, rawr. hey, here's that new music you're going to hear about. Yeah. That's the back yeah. to the future. Billy scene. and the kids. Yeah. Billy yeah. and the kids. That was, a, that was a bad job by me of doing that. Yeah. That's okay. All right. We didn't, wow. eat, you know what this we didn't do? This was a fiery do? episode, you, man. It's fine. You know what we didn't do? We didn't uh, even that? talk about the Nebraska defense <laughs> at all. How no. about this poor defense? What more to say? This poor, poor defense. We never talk about them. More. What more to say, Jack? They're awesome. They're, they, I mean, seriously, they are really, really good. They're going to they're gonna have some breakdowns, um, but the way in which they ended that first drive of the game, if they, look, Jack, if this team makes a bull, like the low-hanging fruit is the Sunday practice. I think the way to really start is to is to go back to the goal line stand. The goal yeah. line stand. After that, they get. It's not even Jack that they hold them out of the end zone. They ended up driving down and getting a field goal. They scored on that drive right, and they started right. it at their half yard right. line. Alvano yeah. made it too. Yeah, 
It was yeah. good. <laughs> he did. He did make it. Yeah, like so, what yeah. do you defense is good. Man, I can't I would like to see better like uh you know, sort of like interior camera views of what actually happened on those goal line plays on the third. Dude, they're so down. funny. They make it's a stop. Like, t- the refs run all the way in, and then they just get to decide if it was a touchdown or not. It's I mean, so none stupid. of them looked like it. I, I mean, No, I, I don't think so either. Like Compared to what Philadelphia does with Jalen Hurts all the time when they do it, and the, the line like physically moves the defensive line four yards downfield, that's what they thought they were going to do. And I don't know if it was – Hutmaker or Van Poppel or one of the linebackers. But, I mean, somebody just stopped the momentum like that. It was great. It was fantastic. And they did it multiple times. They did it multiple times. Yeah, other stuff that we liked from the deep. I mean, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Gifford Gifford had a a ridiculous game when I rewatched it. He was everywhere. Yeah, you mentioned him on Saturday. So many plays. Uh, I thought he was incredibly Im- impressive with the whole thing, but there were a lot of guys who were. There were a lot of guys yeah. who were. They tackled pretty good. They had a few missed tackles. Wasn't Much as, better than the last it was two better games. Better than though. last week. Much Still not better. where it was at the beginning of the year, but that was encouraging too. Got some good pressure. Uh, they batted down passes at the line. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, dude, they're fun to watch, and and you know, again, Nebraska's still a Big Ten West team, so they're going to get to go the up crazy against Big thing Ten West offenses. Is every week there's a couple of new guys who like. Prince Will has come on, and he was not—he was not like necessarily huge at the beginning of, of the season. And but he was someone who was hyped all the way back in yeah, April. Right, Butler. Butler has come on. He was hurt for the beginning of the season, I think, but he's come on and he's been a big part of it, right? And Lenhart has been hurt, and he only got—he got some play, but they haven't brought him in a ton. Um, it's they, man. There's just waves of dudes on the defense, which I'm really interested. How many of them will stick around? Hopefully, they didn't lose a lot of them to the transfer portal. If the fact that negative, they all have so much geez, time. more negativity. Can't even just no, enjoy I just the win. I, I, I'm excited because it's, there's so many of them are back. I mean, you lose Reimer and Newsom and what uh, Omar, Omar, and that's that's pretty much it. I think in terms of the Dude, seniors, like, those three. Jack, it, it, it's a world where you could get really excited about a year two. You know, of of the defensive line, like it is right. so many young players, um, and you know, I, every we're gonna have to have the Tony White discussion at some point in time. Um, Jabs asked, "How long do we think his he's in Lincoln?" I would guess one more year. Um, the the positive about Tony White is he is not. Well, you hope he is not leaving to become a defensive coordinator at another school. He is leaving to become a head coach, and so you know. Um, the pool on that is much different and hiring defense first guys is also, you know, I mean, I know that Nick Saban and Kirby smart are, are you know, two of the best coaches in the country right now, but like, it's not, it, it, I don't know. M- most schools and, and pro franchises too seem to want the offense first guys. So I don't know. I think they're going to have him back for, for another year. Um, but you? if, if they're really good next year too, like, I mean, yeah, we oh, need yeah, to start, they're... we need to start wondering about it. And whatever, okay. I mean, I'll take two years. I'll get two years. Yeah, seriously, just pay 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 him big time. If Satterfield's making one and a half, essentially, pay him pay him above that. Get him in that range. He should be in seven figures. You know, well into seven figures, and go from there. And and hopefully they're able to to use this and springboard into some you know real good portal guys too that um that they can contribute immediately next season. Yeah. 
it's been it's been fun. You asked a question to me on text we didn't really get to, but it was like, what is interesting to you about this team going forward or something like that? You remember that text you yeah. sent me? Yeah, what's the most interesting thing right now about Nebraska football? To me, the most interesting thing is if this defense keeps going on this trajectory throughout this year and into next year. Like, to me, yes. that is, like, is that really, is that going to be like a true cornerstone? Is this is this kind of the the definition of the Matt Rule Nebraska here, at least in its early years? And can, yeah, they, I mean, it, can they keep it up? Yeah, because it, it really does allow for, I mean, it, 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 it raises your floor, you know, if the defense, because I, I just didn't see this coming. And so if the defense is able to grow upon this and these young linemen are able to grow upon this, then Jack, we're able to have like real discussions of winning more games next year. Um, so yeah, I, I think so. I think that that's the most interesting part. Um, and just having a higher floor than usual. And then a year two of all those freshmen on the line in the weight room, like for another season, like yeah. what does that then look like? Yeah. To, to, so. to be this good at run defense, especially with a defensive line that we all thought was going to be woefully thin. I mean, just yeah. not deep at all. And you're getting young guys in. I can't even tell half these guys if they're edge rushers or linebackers. They switch them out between the two. But, yeah, to be that good at run run defense when a lot of them have not been in, like you said, in the strength program for all that long, it's, um, it's, it's hard not to be excited about that part of it. It'd be nice if they could yeah. get the – The transfer portal is all focused on offense next year, right? It's yes. quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Offensive line, basically, yeah. right? Hundred percent. Yeah, they need they yeah. need some skill players. They need a better line. Uh, and then, I mean, if you could find like a dynamite player on defense or two, like that would be really really nice. Um, but yeah, I think that you are looking quarterback, shoring up the line, uh, and getting some some skill players at wide receiver and, and running back. I'm, I'm very curious to see what what rules approach is for yeah. the portal going into year that- two versus. Versus how they handled it for year one. You know, like, where does he say we made a mistake? Where did he learn about the portal? And where can that show itself in the second? If they're getting a quarterback out of the portal, oh, my gosh. It'll be... A quarterback, you said? Yeah, if they if, if Sims they leaves and they, ha- and they get one, and I think it's very possible or likely that they will, it's going to be very interesting to just watch who's there because the quarterback is the portal position more than anything, right? Just take a look yes. at the rosters in the Pac-12 or or anywhere yeah. this year. And Jack wide receiver too, man. I feel like you can get you can get a really good wide receiver and a really good quarterback. Yeah, it's they've got to do better than last year at the wide receiver yeah. position. 100%. Which, which might have gotten them their best running back this year. <laughs> yeah. And that guy couldn't even show up to camp at the start because he wasn't in good enough shape. Jeez. What a weird oh, year. Oh god. And no they're 3 and 3, man. They have a chance. They have a chance. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Northwest. Let's have some fun. Look at that. Coming into Lincoln. Coming in. All right. Lincoln. So we're off. We're, we're off, off again Saturday. on Saturday. We're off Saturday. Yep. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday. Jack, we got to talk about next Wednesday's time, too, because I, I realize I have a soccer match from 6 to 8. So we'll have to uh, figure out next, we'll next week's time. Or, That's fine with me. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm, we will. I'm pretty uh, flexible. It's probably, yeah, whatever. Cool. So we'll be back next Wednesday, uh, and then we'll be back next Saturday for Saturday morning coffee. And we are also getting to the part of the year where my uh, my soccer season is kind of dwindling, um, which means that we'll start doing some Saturday night after dark stuff. Uh, my marathon is on Sunday, so we'll be I'll be able to stay up a little later on Saturday. So we're we're getting into a part of the year I think where we're going to have a lot of fun, and and also 
I mean, maybe we'll look back, Jack, on this pod in a couple weeks and say we were way too optimistic. Yeah. But there is some some reason for optimism and potentially a bull run uh, over the final six mo- six weeks of the game. And, man, that is just a whole lot more fun uh, than, than what it was last year. Yes. Yep. Keep it going. Keep the fun going. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, all right. We're going to call it good on that, and uh, we'll see you all in the Discord. Uh, if you are listening now and you heard this, you're like, man, that would be fun live. This would look dramatic. I would have liked to have seen the video of these guys' faces when Jack was yelling and Josh was telling Jack that he's that he's too sensitive and, and then yeah, that Jack was going back on the chat. If you would like to be there live and be a part of this chat, be a part of the live studio audience, you can. You can. It's very simple. Patreon.com slash I80Club. You can do these things live. You can have immediate access to listen to them if you can't do them live. And you can get on the Discord and comment about them afterwards or whatever topic you're interested in. Whether it's golf or pro wrestling or movies or books or whatever. I don't know how many channels we have in here now. We keep adding new channels. Yeah, we added the radio things. channel recently so people can have takes channel. on our radio shows, which is great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but just I love it. Politics. That hasn't had just a post not. in a while. More radio posts, please. Yeah. All right. That is it for the show. Uh, podcasters, we will see you later. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the I-80 Club. Bye.